For the first time since slavery took some of our relations from different parents in Calabar, the capital of Cross River State of Nigeria, in Africa across the Atlantic Ocean to Cuba. The fascinating story is that they never dropped their culture and tradition. The Cross River region of Africa is historically known as Calabar region, and the people of Calabar who migrated during the transatlantic slave trade to the Western Hemisphere, including Cuba, were called the Calabari. Today, we are going to be entertained with existing hip-dip rhythms. Hello, welcome to the program, Eyeni Songe Kama, on CRBC Radio 105.5 MHz FM in stereo. I am your anchorman, Enne Ita, welcoming you to the program. Let's listen to this Abakwa track entitled El Yanyingo. members were known in Cuba as El Nyanyungo, meaning those who wear the Nyanya. Nyanya is the chest region or the thoracic part of the Equa masquerade in Calabar, and at the same time, the Abaqua in Cuba. That is where the title of this track comes from. 
let me bring in Dr. Ivor Miller, who is uh, a research fellow in the African Studies Center from Boston University, to throw in more light about the track you have just listened to. Doctor, you're welcome. Thank you very much, Aneta Yenekami, for having <laughs> me here today. Thank you. Enenyugo was written in 1921 by Enrique Peña, who was a cornet player in the Army of Liberation of Cuba in the 1890s. It, this track wasn't recorded until the 1980s, but okay. it was composed early on. Okay. He composed Enenyugo to pay homage to the rule of Abaqua in the Wars of Independence. Uh, something that was unfortunately left out of the written record, okay. so it's been maintained in the music. And Yenyugo begins with a tune of a military call to arms. Beep, boom, boom, mm, boom, mm. boom, boom. That's uh, talking about the role of Abakwa in the military. And the second part is a dance tune with a 6-8 meter standard for Abakwa music. And they were also using a melody of an Abakwa chant. The implication is that Abakwa were warriors who moved with elegance and strength. Mm -hmm. This genre of music called contradanza, or danza, is derived from the court music of Imperial Britain, Spain, and France. But the Africans in the Caribbean transformed it to meet their own needs, rhythmically and conceptually. Because of their enslaved condition, Africans had to pretend to assimilate into the European culture, yet they use camouflage to hide their desire to express their own culture, in this mm. case, Ekbe. Camouflage is one of the tools of resistance that explains how Ekbe could survive in a slave system mm. across the Atlantic Ocean. From the 1850s onwards, that is, around the time that uh, King Euanesti II of Creektown ah. was active, that's it. At that time, Cubans were composing similar tunes Are you sure? with Abakwa titles hmm. like the Nyanyugos, okay. the Famba. Oh, that is a Famba now. Mm -hmm. A Famba in Calabar. Yes. Uh, a Famba is a secret display of Ekbe mm -hmm. artifacts in yes, Calabar. And, and, and the Cuban Abakwa called Famba, their, their, their own temple is called Famba. Oh, that's good. Uh -huh. that's so, good. such titles in Cuba are among the first signs of Abakwa emerging as a national symbol. That is, even if you're not an Ekpe member of Cuba, yeah. you identify with Abakwa mm -hmm. as part of your national culture. Okay. So uh, this stuff is very deep in Cuban culture. Let's hear another track now called The Abakwa Chanters, recorded in 1923. <laughs>
just heard the Abaqua Chanters, Los Cantares Abaqua, a track recorded in 1923 in New York City, composed by Ignacio Pinheiro, one of the great composers of Cuban music in the 20th century. He was an Abaqua member from the lodge Efori and Como, known here in Calabar as Efut Ecomo, the drum of Efut. The that drum lodge, of Efut, mm-hmm. okay. That lodge was founded in 1840 in Havana and it still exists today. The lyrics of this track are recording a police persecution in the 19th century and how the culture survived. It goes, when the bonco sounds, and bonco is a Cuban word for uyoete, the voice okay, of the voice of the lipe, yeah. When the bonco sounds, everybody gets happy. The participants display with the abaqua chanters. As they went to the river for consecration, the police arrived and the Eden Mboko escaped with the voice. With the voice, Eden Mboko. They had to hide it. Okay. Iyamba got upset and told them to continue the rite nevertheless. Obong Mbakara was not happy because without the Eden Ekpe, mm-hmm. they can't perform the rite correctly. Correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're trying to say um, from the lyric, is it actually true that um, uh, police have been having a lot of conflict with Abakwa, members of the Abakwa society in Cuba. Yes, because this was a colonial police force. They wanted to assimilate the Africans, make them forget about where they came from. Okay. And the whole role of that... To Ekpe, kill their culture To kill their tradition. identity and culture, yes. That's it. Yeah. And so... And to give them the identity if they have no past. Okay. To forget the Africa. And the role of Ekpe in Cuba has been 
to maintain memory of where people come from, mm -hmm. that they had a great civilization here, mm -hmm. and they're very proud of maintaining that. And so I, uh, I find it interesting during my research in Cuba and in Nigeria mm -hmm. to see the parallel. Uh, the police per persecution in the colonial period in Cuba mm -hmm. was paralleled by the colonial persecution here of, uh, of the Brits okay. because they had to suppress Ekpe to impose their own law. Do you get me? That's it, that's mm -hmm. it. And uh, be it as it may, um, you're listening to the program, Ayeni Song Ekama, and on radio, CRBC Radio 105.5 megahertz FM and stereo. And uh, we've been talking with um, uh, Dr. Ivor Miller, a research fellow. You see, I said earlier on in the program that when our relations from different parents in Calabar migrated during the transatlantic slave trade to the Western Hemisphere, including Cuba, you see, they, they did not stop their tradition and culture. The title of the program is called Ayeni Song Ekama, which is a Cuban language adapted from the Efok language in Calabar. Ayeni Song in Efok language meaning the son of the soil, which is the same as in Cuba. So, Dr. Ivo, um, throw in more light a little bit about Ayeni Song Ekama. Mm -hmm. A unison kama is a Cuban phrase which they used to say, we're calling Africa. We're calling calling Africa? the sons of the soil. That's it. And it, it, it just so happens that this is in the Calabari tradition, so they know it's from Calabar. But they no longer speak the language as a daily language. So they've inherited all this from their ancestors. Okay. And they're so happy that they're in contact now with some Calabar people to help them translate this. And that's part of what we're trying to do on this program. That's it. To share the information and, the and, idea. and think about what this means for all of us mm -hmm. on both sides of the Atlantic. Um, so the Eyenesan Kama speaks about the role of the Abakwa chanting in Cuba, what they're doing every time they gather to initiate or to celebrate their culture is to call their ancestors okay. because each lodge is named after a different community in Calabar. Okay. You have them there in Cuba. Ifuribonda. They're all there and many more. Beautiful. Um, Usagaret, Usagaret, Uruan, Uruan Umon. Umon. All those communities are there. Oh, that's good. Uban, many more. This is good. They're, they're, they're calling the ancestors of these places. Mm-hmm in order to keep that tie with the ancestors Going on. alive. That's it, that's it. And uh, that's this adage in my own language that says that um, uh, meaning if you forget the dregs, the dregs get angry. If you forget about the source where you um, moved out from, that's that possibility of the ancestors of that area getting angry about you forgetting completely about that. So I do appreciate what the Cubans are really doing, uh, trying to think about their own source. And uh, if you are just tuning in, you're listening to the program, and for more information about this program, most especially the culture and tradition about the Cuban people, please click your mouse to www.afrocubaweb.com. Once again, Click your mouse to www.afrocubaweb.com. 
you will have a lot of story about Ivo Mila and uh, the Cuban people in uh, the Abaqua people in Cuba. Um, doctor, without your making in-depth research about Igbo society in Calabar and Abaqua society in Cuba, did any member of the Abaqua society know that we had Igbo members in Calabar? Mm -hmm. Well, some of the elders I worked with knew that they had come from Calabar, that their great-grandfathers had oh, come from some Calabar. Some of the elders. They knew that, there. yes, definitely. Um, but the younger generation is not so sure about that, and there's been a lot of questions about that So in their minds. So now with this recent uh, movement of encounters between Calabar Ekpe and Cuban Abakwa, it. it's been uh, creating a lot of excitement in Cuba. Okay. They're so happy okay. because uh, it was almost impossible That's that this it. culture survives, and it has. And um, now they're looking for ways to come back here and learn more about it for, uh, for, the, for the good of both the Calabar people and the Cuban people. So um, the first time that really happened was in 2004 when I came with two Cuban Abakwa members to the Ekpe International Festival. Sparse, Here in yeah, sponsored by Governor Duke. We're very grateful for that, and we hope to do many more such encounters, each time bigger and better. How did you find your experience in Calabar? Oh, it was, it, was, it was wonderful. We were uh, in tears at some, at some points. Um, being at the Cultural Center, the Cuban display was, uh, was received by the people of Calabar with open rejoicing. That's and, it. And we'll, we'll share some more of that later on in the program. Um, immediately after your departure, did you go with any film clips to show the people of Cuba that this is what you encountered in Calabar during the Ipe festival activities in Calabar? Oh, yes, absolutely. And believe me, the, the people of Cuba, the Abaqua people, are watching those videos. They're sharing them around. Beautiful. Uh, uh, this movement is creating a lot of excitement among the Cuban people. And I, I know that um, in the, over the next few years, we're going to be hearing a lot more about this. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Tebere, tebere. That's it. That's a word I, I learned in Cuba, actually. And so many Calabar ways of speaking, I learned them in Cuba. And I'm amazed to come here and people are understanding them. Tebere, tebere. It's, uh, it's another way of you telling somebody, take it easy, mm -hmm. gently. Gently, no. You don't have to rush. Right. That's it. We'll get there. <laughs> Beautiful. So now, Ayinakami, I want to play another track, a wonderful track called Criolla Carabali, recorded in 1928. Uh, Criola is from Creo, meaning someone born in the Americas. So That's it. These are the descendants of Calabar people born in the Americas. Okay. Criolla Calabari. Carabali. Mukarara, 
Criolla Carabalí, recorded in 1928 in New York City by the Cuban group Sexteto Habanero, that means the Sextet from Havana. Many of them were Abajua members also. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed that and could feel the rhythms as part of the Cross River civilization. Um, some of the lyrics, uh, and this song was entirely in Abajua lyrics, okay. which, as we said, are coming from languages in this Cross River region. They said, That is, we're greeting our brothers from the lodge, and this should be... That's mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yes. That's the Ibarakom. The Ibarakom people, the Ifak people yes. in Calabar. Yes, in Creektown. In Creektown, mm-hmm. okay. Then they said, Okay. That okay. There's another lodge there called Abakwai Foot. It should be a foot. Mm-hmm. A foot. Then uh, the other one a, that you've abakpa, said. The Abakpa and the Foot a foot. Lodge. That's it. In Kurukuro. That is Bukburu. Mm-hmm. Bukburu all, means all. Mm-hmm. All Abanekpe are greeting their Yamba. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Then they say, Abairime a fi, Abairime a fo. That means. It, Idemi is the, the masquerade. The it doesn't masquerade. matter. It doesn't matter if you're from Efi, okay. Efok, Efok, or okay. you're from Efo, Efut. Okay. Bongo ita. That means our voice is one. One. Okay. Nobody is higher or lower in Ekpe. We are all brothers. Okay. No matter what your tribal background, and so on, Mm-mm. we speak with one voice. That's it. That's it. And the next thing we'll hear. Abasiama. Abasiama. And how do you hear that? One? God loves. God loves. God yeah. loves it. Yeah. So uh, it's so it's so beautiful. Is um, uh, Doctor Ivo? Um, 
let's look into Abakwa in Cuba, which intimately, the way I look at it, was connected to the history of rumba. Mm -hmm. Could you talk about that? Absolutely. That's a great question. We could do a whole show on that one. <laughs> but yes, uh, the rumba emerged in the same time period as Abakwa emerged. And certainly, there's a connection between Ekpe people and the rumba. Uh, still not fully known because this music was not recorded at that, at that time period. Okay. But uh, Cuban rumba has always had Abakwa members participating and expressing their culture through it. And so I will play examples of that in, in the next shows. Right now, I want to play another wonderful track. This is called Efi Mbemoro, uh, likely from Mbemong. Mbemong. Mm -hmm. That's it. Which means a, a place by the river. By the riverside. Uh -huh. This Beautiful. is another track by Ignacio Pinheiro, the Abakwa member from Havana, recorded in 1936. Oh, yeah. 
was a wonderful track called Les Filles en Bemero, recorded in 1936 by Ignacio Pinheiro. Les Filles en is a lodge founded in, in Havana in 1846. Some of the um, phrases that we heard that might be recognizable, mm. they said, Erenovo fembe mukarara krukoro. Erenovo means um, a male child. Mm-hmm. That's it. And by that, uh, by this in Cuba, they mean a black initiate. Okay. Is one with the white initiates. Oh, that's good. They are all one. They are all one. Mm-hmm. Because race was not a problem here in Calabar for ECPA initiation. Okay. And the same held true in Cuba. That's it. And I will tell more about that story over the next few programs. Okay. We also heard a mananba. Okay. What's a you set of twins. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, I think they're saying here that we are twins, white and black are one. That's it. We are children of the same mother, which is Mboko. Okay. And then they began to greet their yamba. And this track records a time in history when whites were initiated into Abakwa. Oh. That happened around the 1860s. And okay. we'll talk more about that. It's a, it's a very important story. But um, again, there are so many parallels between the Cuban Pay and the Nigerian Ekbe, mm. because race was not a problem. Mm. Many um, white merchants were initiated. They took titles here okay. in Calabar in the 19th century. Okay. And I just learned that in 1840s, A.O. Honesty II of Creektown invited Reverend Hope Waddle to be a member mm -hmm. because the Reverend was watching some of the displays, and he wanted to see more. Mm. And, and Honesty said, we, we, we have to initiate you to do that. Incredible. But the Reverend decided <laughs> he wouldn't do that. Uh-uh. And so, thank you very that's much. That's it, that's it. Well, listener, um, it's very, very good that we need to sit down with uh, Dr. Ivo to talk more about um, the uh, Abaqua Society uh, all the way from Cuba. We have actually come to the end of the program, Ian Ison Kamer. It's a special program trying to uncover the in-depth relationship between the Cuban Abaqua Society and the Ekbe Society in Calabar region of Cross River State in Nigeria, in Africa. Uh, well, it's been very wonderful. I've been talking with Dr. Ivor Miller, a research fellow in the African Studies Center from Boston University, a Fulbright Scholar, to Nigeria 2009 and 2010, teaching at the Department of History, the University of Calabar, and the author of The Voice of the Leopard, published by the University Press Mississippi in 2009. Dr. Ivor, it's been nice having you. Thank you very much. And on behalf of everybody, I'll say it's nice sharing ideas together. I'll see you next week. Goodbye and God bless you. Wow.